0: we're so glad uh that you're here today i want to start off uh with my patriot supply hey things could happen you know most likely <laughs> economic collapse <laughs> nuclear war things that you know glenn beck says you know are gonna happen that's crazy he's crazy okay um except it looks like it's all starting to happen you might want to be prepared for your family okay just the shortages of food that are coming. US farmers uh, announced yesterday that uh we had a bad year and it's going to start feeling that pain soon. Please get a 3-month food supply for your whole family. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks totaling more than 2000 calories a day. Make sure that you keep your energy and your strength up and you're not uh struggling at the grocery store. Buy it now, save it. When things get really bad, you'll be able to you'll be able to have some cushion. PrepareWithGlen.com. PrepareWithGlen.com. Grab 20% discount right now. PrepareWithGlen.com. All right, I've got good news and bad news. In fact, I have really, really good news. We're gonna We're gonna start with bad news, but it's fascinating bad news. cardboard, uh, microphone, welcome to the Glenn Beck program with neither, neither half of my brain tied behind my back. It's just loss of, I don't know where I left it. Welcome. It is Friday and, uh, I got some good news and some bad news, but I like to frame it like this. We have really, really good news. And then we have some other news that someday historians will be looking at and going, wow, so that's how they destroyed themselves. So we'll just look at it as historical fun. You know what I mean? We'll do that, cause it is Friday. We begin in 60 seconds. Obviously, you'd love to think your car is gonna run forever. Never break down. I've got a Tesla. I'll never have to buy a $24,000 battery, ever. Yeah, that's your inner Democrat talking now. You can't listen to him. The truth is, you never know when the next problem will arise. Probably sometime right after the warranty expires. Yeah, because of those evil capitalist countries, uh, companies. Yeah, that's the inner democrat again. Be ready for that day by having Car Shield. Count on Car Shield to take care of you when your car breaks down. If you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast to coast roadside assistance, rental car options, trip reimbursement, no extra cost, and then. As that thing is being wheeled into whatever the dealership or whoever you want to have fix it, CarShield takes it from there. You don't have to write the check and wait for a reimbursement. They do all of it. They will have your back when your car breaks down. CarShield.com slash Beck. Save 10% right now. CarShield.com slash Beck. 800-391-8888. 800-391-8888. CarShield.com slash Beck. Okay, so, Stu, yesterday we got the news that those evil magic boxes uh, make, the, make up a heartbeat sound because there is no heart in that baby. You're There's... saying for Dr. Stacey Abrams? Yes, Dr. Mm-hmm. Stacey. You, you're not mocking her, are you? No. I okay, asked, good. I, I called her that. Because things have changed since we last spoke. Planned Parenthood has stealth edited its language about fetal development, asserting that there is no heartbeat between weeks five and six. Now, this is a change that they made uh, and was noticed yesterday after Stacey Abrams. Um, It it calls now, uh, as of July 25th, Planned Parenthood said between the fifth and the six weeks of gestation, a very basic beating heart and circulatory system develop. Okay, now they claim that at five to six weeks, a part of the embryo starts to show some cardiac activity.
1: Now, what what what, hmm? what which part of the embryo would that be?
0: Uh, the heart part, but oh, okay. yeah, but <laughs> it's, there, not, a it's heart, not a heartbeat. It's cardiac, cardiac okay. activity, mm-hmm. and quote, it sounds like a heartbeat on an ultrasound, mm. but it's not because it's not a fully formed heart. What's the definition mm-hmm. of cardiac? Uh, cardiac? Mm. Uh, chest. I think that means chest cavity. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. yeah. Because Upper- what I see here is relating to the heart Hmm. yeah well Mm -hmm. but it's just cardiac all right stop the hate monster monster stop the hate okay i just want to quote something completely unrelated completely unrelated uh from 1984 just listen to this quote every record has been destroyed or falsified every book has been rewritten Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street and building has been renamed. Every date has been altered. And that process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which the party is always right. End quote. I don't know why I brought that up. Uh, By the way, I'm reading another book, um, and it's out today. Check it out. Check it out. Do you think that would catch on if we said that every time? You know, like, hey, Blaze TV, you can get your subscription and you get a discount by going to blazetv.com slash Glenn or Beck. (laughs) Check it out. Write that down. Write it down. Mm -hmm. You can see T-shirts being sold by the millions. (laughs) Um, All right. So there's this book called The New Puritans, How Religion, the Religion of Social Justice Captured the Western World. Okay, it's written by Andrew Doyle. Um, It's he's uh, he's from Great Britain. So he's there's one section in here that I think is just fantastic, fantastic. That just remember this is Great Britain, but it all the same stuff is happening here. Okay, he says perhaps a little thought experiment will help us see what really is at stake. Ten years ago. Could anyone have imagined that in a decade's time, the British police would be routinely investigating citizens for non-crime hate crime? Non-crime hate crime. What the hell is that? Well, it's just an update. It's just an update. There is no past. It's just a never-ending present. Uh, non-crime hate crime that makes total sense that is a hate crime that feels like a hate crime but isn't a hate crime so they can't arrest you because you haven't done anything but police come to your door to investigate you because you made somebody feel bad with words okay that's happening would you have thought that that was even possible or was that a joke How about this? Senior members of the UK government are arguing in favor of laws now to criminalize professional comedians for jokes. Activists would be demanding statues of Winston Churchill, Mahatma Gandhi and even abolitionists should be torn down or that major corporations would be paying a fortune For speakers to come in and berate their staff for their white privilege, telling them that they should try to be less white. Would you have believed 10 years ago that one of the most prestigious schools in London would be segregating its pupils by skin color? Or that a school district in Canada would be burning thousands of books Because the contents are offensive to modern sensibilities. And as if that's not enough, that they would refer to this event as, quote, a flame purification ceremony. Would you believe that 10 years ago? Because it's happening now. 10 years ago, would you have even possibly conceived that in 2022, politicians and judges would be stumbling and stuttering When asked, can you define a woman and that they would be unable to answer the question or that woman would become a dirty word, that mom would be a dirty word and that companies, charities, media outlets, even some factions of our health department and our hospitals would be favoring phrases like menstruators People who bleed and individuals with a cervix or that a man would be nominated for woman of the year or that male rapists would be identifying as female and then moved into a women's prison where they can rape all they want or that gay children would be encouraged to think that they were in the wrong body or that straight children would be told the same. And without parental permission, that they would be encouraged to be fast-tracked into sterilization. Or that the head of the LGBT rights charity in England, Stonewall, would be calling lesbians who don't want to include men in their dating pool, sexual racists, and comparing them to anti-Semites. The LGBT rights community. The the L lesbian L L lesbian that the, that that group is calling the L lesbians bigots for not wanting to date a guy, or that uh, reputable medical journals and hospitals and even medical schools would be denying biological reality, claiming that sex isn't binary at all, or. That uh, a woman would be fired from her job and subjected to threats of death and rape just for saying that biological sex is real. Would you have believed those? Now, let me ask you this. That's happening over there, but all those things are happening here, too. Well, the non the the hate crime, non hate crime. I mean, that's just. Let me ask you this. Ten years ago, if I said that a FBI veteran SWAT team guy, you know, one of the elites of the FBI would be fired because uh, he refused to be a part of what he said was politicized uh, and an excessive raid that it was not following FBI and agency policy and it was trampling American citizens' rights. And there were twenty other people that were saying the same thing in the FBI and that nobody would say anything if they were all fired. That's what happened yesterday. Special agent Steve Friend. He uh he didn't he didn't tamper with evidence. He he didn't you know uh you know, try to kill a national security advisor or anything else. He was just standing up for the Constitution, and they fired him yesterday. Um, How about this one? If I told you 10 years ago that Venezuela would be emptying their prisons and sending them through Mexico, all the prisoners, to cross into our country, If I told you that 10 years ago, you'd be like, well, maybe. But then I followed it with, and our government wouldn't be doing a damn thing about it. Would you have believed it? Would you have believed that we hired Chinese people, Chinese as in like China, passport China, to go work? in a section of Los Alamos to design nuclear weapons. And then we let them leave and go home when they want to go home to China with all of our information. Would you believe that? Because that happened yesterday as well. How about this one? Would you believe 10 years ago that the House Homeland Chairman asked the DHS and DOJ To investigate, right? Venezuela. No, no. Uh, The flights uh, from Florida to Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, that's what they're working on. How about this one? Love this. Ten years ago. Ask your friends this. Ask your friends. Hey, pedophilia, right? It's just a choice. We don't need to judge those people, right? Okay. there isn't anyone I know, anyone I know that says, hey, these child, these child, well, child molesters, child rapists, uh, uh, people who prey on our children. You know, I really feel for them and I think we should just accept them because sometimes the kids want it. No, no, no. mm -mm. Guess who's not coming to your birthday party? Me. Okay. Guess who's never having you or anyone you like around my children? Me. Okay. Gay rights, a gay rights group, gays against groomers have been kicked off of the system PayPal so they can't raise any money or sell any product or anything else. Gays against groomers been kicked off. You know who's on PayPal and not kicked off? Uh, Protasia. That's a pedophile advocacy group. So the pedophiles can sell their T-shirts promoting pedophilia. And the gay group that says, hey, you know, uh, that's a real problem. I don't think they've been kicked off and silenced. Would you have seen that? Ten years ago. How about this one? This happened yesterday, too. San Francisco just passed a surveillance plan that allows police to have access to private cameras without a warrant. <laughs> How about this one? The, the Manhattan DA that kind of got a surprise yesterday. He, he gave this guy. Look, he's 25 years old. He was out one night. And she was walking across the street. Sure, she was 16 years old, but she wanted it. She wanted it. And so he raped her. And the DA was like, hey, don't do that again. Will you promise me that? Okay, I won't do that again. So they let him go. And uh, yesterday, shock of all shocks, he's raped five more people. And really, nobody's upset with, uh, with that and probably not going to be covered in the mainstream media 10 years ago. Do you think it would have been? Oh, two days ago, two or three days ago, uh, we found out about a story where a guy, 45, 41 years old, gets into his car after an argument with a teenager and uh, he starts to follow him. And he eventually runs him down and kills him and doesn't understand what he did wrong because he was an extremist MAGA Republican. Two days after that, Joe Biden goes on television and again says, Americans, good Americans have got to fight back against these extremist MAGA Republicans. Would you have believed that? I would say, no, I wouldn't believe those things. And I still stand and say, nope, all of those things are wrong. Shouldn't be happening in America. Have you changed? Have your friends changed? Ask them that. Because if you are excusing any of this stuff, you're going over the cliff. All you have to do right now is just stand where you've always stood. Yeah, the pedophilia thing. Nope, not going to give you that. Mm-mm. That's the only thing you have to do. Just stand and politely say, nope, not going there. All right, a a rallying cry. Uh, For you from the ashes of Roe versus Wade. Abortion didn't stop on that day. In fact, it's getting worse. It's getting more aggressive. Um, You know, look, most most Americans don't want to be involved in people's personal decisions. Uh, I personally think that it is murder. Um, However, I feel really squeamish about, Okay, what if it's rape or incest? Okay, well, that doesn't. Is it the baby's fault? It's really horrible. We don't want to think about that. We really don't want to think about, but we must think about, oh, yeah, uh, birthday abortions. The baby's out and you just stick a knife in its head and uh, kill it. No, that's what's happening. And yesterday, um, uh, Stacey Abrams was discrediting what? She was discrediting things that change women's life, change their minds. Have them keep their baby. When they hear a heartbeat or see it on an ultrasound, they're 80 percent chance more likely to keep the baby. Can we buy some ultrasounds, please, for preborn? Would you consider a gift of any size? Ten dollars? 50 dollars? 100. I think it's10,000 dollars for an ultrasound machine. If you have it, th- th- I can tell you there is nothing we can do that would be better to call on God's grace. Then helping save children. Preborn.com slash Beck. Be part of good. Stand for good. Keyword baby, pound two fifty, keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash Beck. Ten seconds, station ID. So, do i i just kind of gave 20 minutes of like holy mother of everything that's good and holy <laughs> i noticed uh yeah and yet i feel optimistic that's always a bad sign it's from Always Glenn. a bad sign <laughs> but i even that makes me feel optimistic huh well i mean
1: that was a lot to digest and it's it is a, every little bit of it is amazing right and all stuff that
0: 10 years ago we would have it would have I, been
1: examples we used in jokes to exaggerate jokes. the current situation. Yep,
0: yep, 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 yep. Uh, and, and all you have to do, all we have to do is stand where we've always stood. Just stand for what you know and have always known to be true. Okay? And then just point those things out to your friends. Really? When did you change about pedophilia? When did you change? What was it that made you say, oh, yeah, well, that's okay. What made you say, oh, Have you seen the new, I just retweeted it last night, the video of the stripper on stage with a bunch of kids around giving what, what looks like, I would imagine, is a strip club show and a kid of about 10 has money and is trying to give it to the stripper. When, what new information did you get that maybe I'm not privy to that... You watch that now and you're like, oh, no, that's totally healthy. Help me out. Help me out. Ask your friends. Show them those videos and say, what changed your mind? The Glenn Back Program. How dare you, Judge? Uh, always delighted when I get to see my dog, Uno. He's happy and full of energy. He's, he's getting so old now. Uh, he's been a part of our family for a very long time. We love him. Uh, and I think that we have extended his good years. We haven't just extended his life. We've extended the good years of his life. We started putting rough greens on his food. And honestly, I would have fed him rough greens just if he would just eat, just eat, would you? Um, and, uh, And he does eat now. He would never eat before. And he does eat now. And that's worth it for me. But the changes I saw in him were unexpected for me. I knew they were promised, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I just want him to eat. He is living, I believe, longer and healthier. And I think it is all because of Rough Greens. <clears throat> Please get a free trial bag right now. Just pay for shipping. It's roughgreens.com Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Tonight on Studios America, we break out the chalkboard, we get the magnets
1: out, and we go through the entire Senate. Don't miss it. Mm-hmm. Playstv.com slash Glenn.
0: I can't thank you enough uh, for listening, uh, for supporting us at the Blaze, and also uh, for your prayers. I know millions of people across the country, okay, at least five people, uh, pray for me all the time. And I really appreciate it. I I can feel your prayers. I have not been this optimistic in a while. And I've been like this all week. And I mean, I'm reading the psychology of totalitarianism. There's no reason for my mood to be good. Um, but, uh, it is, and that's what I've been praying for optimism and, and, uh, being able to see through the trees to the other side. So thank you for that. Um, Russell vote is with us. He's with the center for renewing America president. He is, uh, the former director of the OMB, the office of management and budget and the center for renewing America yesterday filed a complaint against Zuckerberg and voting rights groups over alleged influence of the 2020 election. He is here to tell us about it now. Russ, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, Glenn. Thanks for having me on. You bet. So tell me exactly what you're doing. We are
2: asking the uh, IRS to do an investigation of what we know happened, but they have not come to ground on. And that is that Three entities, the Center for Tech and Civic Life, the Center for Election Innovation and Research, and the National Vote at Home Institute, received upwards of over $400 million from Priscilla Chan and Mark Zuckerberg. We now have called them Zuckerbucks over the last year. And they basically used nonprofit, educational C3 tax deductible organizations to intervene and do partisan activity. I mean, it's one of the biggest interventions in election history. I can't think of a a greater one. And this puts aside all of the stuff that Facebook did to regulate people's speech. This was $400 million to intervene under the pretext of COVID. And what they did was they gave this money directly to local election offices and put them under restrictive contract agreements and, it's, and privatized the workings of an election so that the same people that were trying to get uh, the Democrats to win were actually running the offices themselves. So they had access to the, the ballots in storage facilities. They had the ability to know, is a particular absentee ballot uh, deficient from a signature standpoint? Does it need to be cured? And they were talking all the time with one particular candidate. And so this was so far beyond what should happen even if you're dealing with a PAC, but to have this being done by a 501c3 organization, that's something that needs to be investigated and their tax exempt status needs to be uh, revoked. And Priscilla Chan and Mark Zuckerberg, their tax deduction for this particular expense needs to go away.
0: So he probably would have done it even if he didn't, he couldn't write it off, although he's lost so much money. L- lost so much money lately maybe he is uh scrounging for it but um do you think the irs is is going to investigate this or is this um uh something that you're just teeing up so if and when the republicans take control of the house and oversight they can put the screws to the irs
2: the latter what we want to happen is we want to this to be uh in their uh, their inbox, we want them to be able to to know that this is something that a future conservative administration will investigate uh, so that it has a chilling impact infa- impact on all c 3s on the left that would purport to in- intervene in this way. Uh, you know that our the conservative nonprofits, they never they're very compliant. Uh, the IRS is all over them. There's a long history of this occurring. And on the left, of course, they are flagrant all over the place, and the IRS never comes down on them. But I also believe next year, as early as next year, if there's a, a Republican Congress, uh, there's an opportunity to say to the country, um, you know, this agency has a long history of being weaponized. What are the ways that we're going to judge? To Are you regaining the trust of the American people, I believe this is one way in which they can do that. And I think that comes as part of us getting rid of the 87,000 new IRS mm-hmm. auditors, taking back that $80 billion. That fight is actually happening right now as we're trying to prevent them from passing in Congress a long-term appropriations bill so we have leverage in January. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, so I think it's part of a, a multi-step process, but it starts with getting the complaint uh, in their docket and sending me, making it that they understand that this is a legal thing that took place.
0: Um, Russ, thank you so much. Would well, tell me about your organization that you started. What do you, what do you exactly do you do?
2: Center for Renewing America is engaged on making sure we're picking the fights on all the America First cultural issues that really, until Donald Trump ran for office, the establishment didn't ever want to be part of the agenda setting process, and so we're saying. Look, we're going to talk about illegal immigration and securing the border, but we're also not going to just blame Biden for it. He is the problem. But we're going to come forward and we're going to have a specific solution that says state governors can declare it an invasion and unilaterally secure the border. So how How come
0: we haven't done that? It is so clearly an invasion. When you have Venezuela emptying their prisons and sending people up, what is that? Uh, and I mean we 're just being overwhelmed here in in the border states. why haven 't they declared this an invasion? Because, Glenn, You and I actually look at the Constitution as it is and not
2: as two hundred years of bad precedent and bad statesmanship and that 's not what Republican establishment governors do. They look to avoid conflict with the federal government we don 't live in that world anymore in terms of being able to accept that and so I believe this is going to happen. Uh, The the person running as the Republican nominee, Kerry Lake, has said this would happen on day one. Uh, Abbott has not taken it off the table. He has, in fact, said he has the authority to do it. He just then didn't go forward and do it. And so I think that he's still studying it. We are batting down all the excuses that have arisen. Uh, But I think it's going to happen in two of the three, four big states um, along the border as early as next year. But you're right, it is maddening how long it has taken to get this to the the through the political cartels uh, uh, agenda setting process.
0: And when they do declare it, what does that trip? What happens?
2: So it will look very similar to Title 42. And this is uh, what they will do is they will give rules of engagement to their state troopers and they will say, okay, you're going to interdict an illegal immigrant, and you're just going to bring them back to the border. You're not going to house them. You're not going to put them in big new facilities along the border. You're literally going to just send them back across the border into Mexico, not at points ports of entry, and that's really a key distinction. You're going to send them back to Mexico, uh, and and Ken Cuccinelli will tell you that under the, the Trump administration, we could do that within two hours. So once that happens, All of Central America and Mexico gets the joke that the border is is closed. Uh, The flow has stopped. Will they try to get in a mile or two down the road? Yes, but you stop them there. But the main point is that uh, you have, at that point, cauterized the border from from the flow standpoint, and you have an opportunity to, to take the neon light off the border.
0: And the Border Patrol, they answer, though, to the federal government and with Biden in charge. He will instruct them to make sure that that's not happening, right? So, I mean, do we we have a what a constitutional conflict?
2: We will have a, a constitutional conflict depending on how the feds uh, react. I don't personally do not think the border patrol uh, it would be where they attempted to do that. But we have we've looked at the law and, and articulated and, and, and really studied it, and there is no federal justification for a federal. Uh, 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 agent to arrest a state trooper because you're, they're not operating under any federal laws. And they're operating under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 of the Constitution, and it's outside of immigration law. So what we've done is established the legal high ground for Abbott or a potential governor, Lake, to be able to say, what are you doing? If you want to create this, that's, that's, that's your, your choice. But you have no constitutional or legal high ground to do this, and we will be thinking through operationally on how this should look. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I think that these, you know, you don't want to take them to the points of entry because you're, that's where the Border Patrol is. And so you've got to make it so that you're trying to minimize th- that conflict as much as possible.
0: Mm. Russ, thank you for everything that you're doing. Appreciate it. God bless you, and thank you for the, uh, uh, for the setups here of what I think are very, very important. We've got to stop uh, people like Zuckerberg and, and Soros and everybody else that will just dump money and buy elections and rig the elections. So thank you so much. It's Russell Vogt. You bet, he, it. You bet he's the uh, president of the Center for Renewing America and former director of Office of Management and Budget. I wish I knew then what I know now. Man, how many times have you said that to yourself? I know that when I first started going through the process of buying and selling a house, there is a ton that I know now that would have been really useful back then. One of the main things you have to ask your real estate agent is, um, how, do you, how do you intend on getting people to see my house? Well, wow, we're going to do some up with houses. Some, you know, where, alala, alala, alala. How much money do you spend on advertising for your website? That's another great question. Well, you know, they should be spending a ton on getting the word out and a well-trafficked website because that's what that's what causes demand. Um, Then you can help your house sell faster because people are already who are looking for a house are at that website. You need a real estate agent that knows what he or she is doing. Somebody who has a firm grasp of the best practices and also a firm grasp and handle on the future and technology. Realestateagentsitrust.com. We have found the agents that we feel are the ones with the best practices and the best track record in your area, but we want you to do your own homework. This is a free service to you. If you're looking for a real estate agent, one that is most likely, I think they all are, but I, I, I don't want to say for sure, but most likely they're big fans of the show And you're going to have a lot in common with them. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Stu, I have a question, and I hate to tread into these waters. And I don't do it lightly. Mm -hmm. But I was watching the browns game wow last night yes the cleveland browns that's cleveland nfl browns. football yes <laughs> nfl football and um, and i just have to say ugliest damn uniforms i've ever seen in my life <laughs> not not okay. a browns not uniform. A, not friend. a brand okay okay. Mm-hmm. okay just i mean it looks like i don't know something that came out of a kid's coloring book in the 1960s i don't understand hmm. it. okay uh, but anyway an interesting stance. Uh, yes, I know. I know. Uh, but let me get to the real point. Oh, okay. That wasn't okay. the real point. That wasn't the real okay. point. <laughs> when did they put an elf as their logo?
1: <laughs> when did they put an elf uh-huh. as their logo?
0: Are you even familiar with this? Did you watch the game last night? I watched some of the game okay. last night. I watched the game with my son and I pretend I'm interested. Okay, And I couldn't get past the giant elf, the Browns elf. Brownie the elf. Brownie mm-hmm. the elf. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you're not the only one on this. <laughs> I was just looking for the picture of Brownie the elf, and the first story that comes out is, who is Brownie the elf inside the rise, fall, and revival of the Cleveland Browns' beloved and bemusing mascot? So it's been there for a while. I mean, this is always... Yeah, I mean, they, they let's see, they uh, came around seventy six years ago, and then uh, Art Modell, the owner, uh, put the elf on the shelf after buying the team in nineteen sixty one, according to ESPN. Yeah, work. my first official act as owner of the Browns will be get to, to get rid of that little effer was his, <laughs> his in nineteen sixty one. In nineteen sixty one.
0: So when did they bring it back? Uh, I think. Let's see. I think. Recently, right? Um, it is. It's ridiculous. Now, I mean, maybe if you're in Cleveland, you're like, Oh, Brownie D'Elf, he's back. But Cleveland, I mean, that's not necessarily a uh, a girly town. You know what I mean? When I think of Cleveland sports, I don't think of the fans as somebody who won't beat your head in with a pipe if you're, you know, rooting for the other side at a ball game. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, getting hit in the head with a bottle seems like you have a good chance of that happening, even if they like you in Cleveland. And the elf just doesn't seem to fit. <laughs> <It's>,
1: <laughs> I will say, I you know, I haven't seen much of the elf over the years. This is uh, this is an interesting observation. Yeah. And I will, you know, it, it's not the most threatening mascot.
0: It's not. You don't feel like you're going to be. And um, may I just say, I'm offended for little people. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm offended mm-hmm. for little people. Who's the guy? Who's the running back that is, he's like a tank? It's this little guy starts with a C, last name. Chubb. Chubb. Yeah. What a tank that guy yeah, is! Yeah, he's amazing. I mean, he's he's like dragging five people along the field with him. I can What what is happening to you? Why um, my you watch- son has been getting. You know, he's into football now. So he's I'm playing football, right? He's playing football. Yeah, and uh, so I'm I'm watching football with him, and he's. I, I had a really weird moment uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah,
1: because uh, I feel like we switched places a little bit. Uh, apparently, I I was at the Michael Bublé concert here. <laughs> In Dallas and I was like wait a minute Glenn has to be here I yeah. got of course you know I'm looking like at the front row where's yeah, yeah, Glenn yeah. yeah so my wife texted Tanya and you guys were, were at, at a football, football game. game yeah and I was at a Michael Buble concert yes. I don't know what's happening yeah. I don't feel comfortable it's <laughs> <laughs> just not right that's not what's supposed to happen yeah, here. Yeah, I know.
0: I know. I missed, I missed the Michael Buble concert, and then I missed, uh, oh, gosh, what's his name? Happy Face. Ryan Hamilton was in town. Oh, wow. And I wanted to see Ryan Hamilton. Uh, football game. But I'm actually enjoying them. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of fun.
1: How's your son doing in football? Because, you know, well, here's the thing. He was, he's, he's a, a talented kid but also grew up under your tutelage.
0: Well, uh, I think I've said this before. Uh, The first, when he tried out Mm -hmm. for the team, the coach called him off the field and said, come here, put his arm around him. Can I ask you an honest question? Yes. Have you ever seen this game played before? (laughs) (laughs) And he said... Well, only Super Bowl, but we watch that mainly for the commercials. Uh, so he's doing well for somebody who's right, just learning the sport. The Glenn Back
2: Program.